Sounds good. Looks good. Looks good. Check one, check two. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm a little hot. Well, well, that's <laughs> I'm no Jason Kelsey, <laughs> but I'm pretty hot. That's right. <laughs> Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Siza and the Stash. Two cats talking about sports. Meow. I'm Austin the Stash. He is Parker Siza. What's up? Uh, yeah. I did Meow. it right this time. You did it. You did it. <laughs> you you missed like two in a row. Uh, two show opens in a row, and now uh, good job. Slumps good job. over. Some You know, shooters got to shoot. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get cold. Sometimes you got to keep on just shooting your way out of That's a right. slump. Yep. That's exactly what I did right there. You, you, <laughs> sometimes you're taking the half-court shots there, just trying to get out of your slump. Just Come on. Heave, something's got to <laughs> you know, have you ever seen The Office? No, okay. I have not. There's a very famous episode of The Office where they're all playing basketball, and Michael Scott, the you know the crazy manager yeah. played by Steve Carell, he 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 thinks he's very good at basketball, and they set up this makeshift basketball court in their warehouse or whatever, and he's just up there going fling and just like just <laughs> shooting these wild shots, and it's kind of it, that's just what that reminded we me. We had so. when I was in Florida, I was on the afternoon show with. Uh, what's his name? Brandon Kravitz. Mm-hmm. And we joked. Is he Lenny Kravitz's brother? Isn't it? No relation. No, no relation. Sadly. Dang. Brandon Kravitz was very competitive, and he thought that we could, the two, the two of us, could beat anybody in basketball. Yeah. Like, the two-on-two, we could go toe-to-toe with anyone in the building except for the one guy who is a former NBA player. Mm-hmm. Anyone else, any show, we could take them on. I suck at basketball. I was a wrestler. And also at that time, I was like well over 300 pounds. I didn't work. I worked out, but I lifted heavy. I didn't mm-hmm. ever do any cardio. I still don't really do cardio, but I do more cardio now. I'm a healthier person uh, than I was back then. That's good. Yeah. And he was like, well, we should challenge the morning show. I'm like, absolutely. We should challenge the morning show. And so we did. The morning show was a guy in his 60s and a guy in his 40s, both of them clearly worked out yeah. more than than the two of you us did. You say 60-year-old out there balling? He was doing, wow. he was, he was doing yeah. big-time stuff, man. Uh, the bulldog. Oh, <laughs> Mike, Mike Bianchi. Yeah. He was out there throwing it up. And the funniest thing was, was we should have done better because I had practiced. I went, I had a buddy of mine uh, who was like a street ball guy named Prince, and he took me and like showed me how to like shoot the ball a little bit. We should have done better, but Brandon Kravitz went, you know what? Austin's terrible. I'm not going to give him the ball at all. Oh, he just went solo. He went solo, Mm -hmm. and I set screens for him, and then he was cold as hell. He didn't once think, like, Austin could probably back someone down because he's a big dude. He was just like, nope, I have to do everything, and then bricked every Mm -hmm. single shot. That video did not go out. (laughs) <laughs> to to the world, right? Right. We, we got humbled. Yeah, I was gonna say. Hopefully, Brandon 
a.k.a. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully he got humbled a little bit there. And uh, next time he, he wants to challenge a, a show at your mm-hmm. station, you know. I'll tell you this right now. Maybe practice a little bit, you know. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. He did he did not get humbled. He put all the blame on Austin, former uh, non-stash at well, the time. Yeah. So, you know, that is what Stashless it is. Pistolka. Stashless Pistolka. Wow. Even my wife liked me less back then. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh. So, uh, a couple things have happened since our last show there's been some husker wrestling mm-hmm. there's been uh some basketball updates but of course we are here to preview nebraska taking on wisconsin once again they have the opportunity let's do it come on please come on you just need one come on they have the chance to get bowl eligible with this one uh i see here you say that the badgers are a seven point yeah. favorite on bet mgm the Badgers are only a four-and-a-half-point favorite, okay. so that line has moved Moving around, yep. a little bit. Heinrich Harburg is likely out in this mm-hmm. one due to uh, an ankle sprain, which we saw last week. Clearly, he wasn't playing at like himself last week, and that's why he got the boot. And he has not practiced at all this week. Gotcha. I'm, I've been I've, uh, been told as well. So yeah, Which means we are back to having a quarterback controversy. Controversy, yeah. And... That is between Chubba Purdy, who had one drive that went well, except okay. he ended it with an interception in the end zone, and Jeff Sims, who doesn't know how to hang on to the football. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. What does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? Doesn't, doesn't sound good. Doesn't does it? sound good when you put it like that. No, nope. And uh, you know, this is uh, this is these are the type of games for Nebraska in these last two, Wisconsin and Iowa, where you need a you need competency at that quarterback spot. It doesn't need to be the dynamite, doesn't need to win you games. It just needs to not make mistakes. <clears throat> what Excuse a me. what a wild what, a, yeah, what an amazing concept uh that, that is. And you're playing a team in Wisconsin who is struggling a little bit as a team and as a program in general. I've got a clip here in a second that I want to play from a Wisconsin player uh, talking about his locker room and his team. Uh, but so they're they're hurting a little bit. But I mean they're still quintessential Big Ten. I mean they're the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. They've had a lot of success in this league. Uh, they've won games this year. They're also looking to get bowl eligible. They're five and five, just like the Huskers are. And uh, it's important that uh, you have a good quarterback. Uh, there to just again not make the mistakes. Can a guy like Jeff Sims, if he is, he seems like he's the most healthiest from what we've heard. I mean, like I mean, he's the one that's just really not banged up. Chuba is even a little bit hurt. Um, yeah, he was supposed to get you know some surgery here in the in the middle of the season, but that pushed away a little bit. That it doesn't seem like it's anything nagging currently. There may be some like flare ups to whatever he's got going on uh, that could cause some problems. And now Heinrich's out, uh, probably out, uh, I should say, with that high ankle sprain. Or not not high ankle, just an ankle sprain. I don't know if it's a high or a low or whatever. Medium could medium. be right in the yeah, middle. <laughs> so, Gosh, what, the horror but, of a medium ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would that be? Would that be... Uh, well, lo- low ankle no, is going to be underneath <laughs> yeah. the ankle. High ankle sprain is going to be up in the middle shin, if I know my ankle sprains right. correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Middle ankle sprain is going to be somewhere in somewhere between. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Stash. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a problem if they, if they don't have a uh, competent quarterback on Saturday, which uh, don't ask me if they will or will not. They, they I don't won't. Know. I will mm-hmm. tell you right no, now. You're they right. don't have a competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Whether they go with Jeff Sims because he's the healthiest, that is minimum three turnovers. Yeah. Chubba Purdy goes out. That is at least one. And probably just not a lot of efficiency 
because he just hasn't played a lot of football. Yeah, so, he doesn't have yeah. the reps under him the same way Jeff Sims has, and yep. not that those reps have helped Jeff Sims very much. But Chuba, like, I don't know, he's he's a guy. He's good, he's on the team. He counts as a quarterback. So throw him out there. Yeah. Why not? I'm yep. I'm in the boat of play Chuba because we know what we have with Jeff Sims, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's not necessarily good enough to win. Right. Because as we look at that Minnesota team and as we look at that Colorado team that he lost to, those are not the teams that we thought that they were. Those were teams on par with Wisconsin. And so for them, for for us to throw out a guy that we know can't hang because of his turnover problems, I think that's absurd. I think that would be absolutely wild. If they play Jeff Sims to start, man. With you. Not, I'm not a fan of that. Yep, I'm with you. And I think, uh, by the way, yeah. I should go back to this because I was thinking about this recently, too. In the summer, we did our Stashy Awards. Yeah. Remember that? Remember who we had as Nebraska's Transfer of the Year, one of our nominees. Oh, did we have Jeff we Sims? We did have Jeff Sims. Oh! How bad is that? Ice looking cold in take. Yeah, Just freezing cold. Yeah, wow. not good. Not good. I wonder, though, if it does come down in practice uh, with the, uh, just with that thought, what, what you just said. I mean... You know, Jeff, we're not. I, I, I'm confident when Chuba Purdy gets a snap, and maybe it's a run or a handoff. Maybe it's a quarterback run himself. I feel like Chuba is, and, and especially watching his final drive, he had that long run where he's holding the football like this, right? Now what, he's holding it like a like a teddy bear hugging a teddy bear, right? Now that sounds stupid that we're bringing that up and saying that, but that's very important, right? Yeah. It's very important with this team. That's something that Jeff Sims does not do. <laughs> For whatever reason, he just doesn't do it. I'm, I'm sure he's told multiple times in practice to Five do it. Five points of contact, baby. He just doesn't do it. And, uh, you know, that one fumble. I, I <laughs> That one fumble he had last week where he is literally trying to make a play, and there's no reason to. There's a guy to the left, to the right, in front of him. He's going to get tackled, and he's sitting here palming the ball in his right hand. Like, what the heck is that? That's it's a mess. So that's a guy uh, I, who's been an athlete for a long time, and yeah. he clearly was the best athlete on the field in high school, in middle school, high school, yep. and then even at Georgia Tech, he was the best athlete on the field. So he could do he, he could do wrong and get away with it. Yeah. Now the Big Ten is not the same as I mean, what is even Georgia Tech in the ACC? ACC, yeah. The yeah. D- Big Ten is is a different level of defense than yep. the ACC, and so he can't do those things. And that's a learning curve, right? That's a thing that you either figure out and you stop doing, or you end up getting replaced by Heinrich Harburg yep. and Chubba Purdy. Yep, that's yep. what happens. Nope, that's it. So yeah. that is it. So not confident. Now Wisconsin, they can't be confident either. They're five and five, coming off a loss to Northwestern, twenty-four oh. to ten. Uh, at home in uh, Camp Randall Stadium, which is where uh, the game is going to be played between Nebraska and Wisconsin this Saturday. You know, they have that famous jump around um, thing, right? Northwestern players jumping around to start the fourth quarter. That's the (laughs) biggest sign of disrespect there uh, to your home crowd, to your fans, when you have the other team jumping around there in that 24-10 loss. And this was earlier this week. This was a uh, Wisconsin football player, Hunter Wooler, who plays on the defensive side of the football I saw this clip on social media, and I saw a lot of Badger fans getting behind this guy and what he said. And you just listen to this clip here, and you can't tell me that things are going really, really well uh, in Wisconsin with a five and five record. We have to be better. I mean, we're we're soft. We're 
not physical. We're not doing the things that the coaches ask of us. And we go out there and expect to win. And guys got to look inside themselves and find out who they really are. And um, if they really want to play this game and if they really want to be a part of this team. Yeah, you don't want that with your with your no. team, right? That's not a good sign there for Wisconsin. He did get a lot of like Badger fans rallying behind this guy, like, yeah, this guy gets it. This guy knows what he's talking about. So, um, if they're gonna you know try a an end of the season rally, but they're under a first year head coach, uh, Luke Fickle, mm-hmm. who interestingly, uh, you know, Luke, former Ohio State coach for a long time, graduated from Ohio State. He has a different kind of offense that Wisconsin's been running. More passing, more, uh, more kind of more air raid than like even yeah. spread. Like, like there there are elements of, of all that, and then they still have you know the power run game because they got Bray, Braylon Allen, who's one of the best running backs in the Big Ten, but he's not being used as much this year because they're trying to go more in the passing game. So he's totally just like Matt Rule came in and, and flipped some things on like totally flipped its offense on the side of the head and said, yeah, we're not going to run this you know spread offense that Scott Frost had. We're going to go more power power run quarterback uh, driven uh, passing all that stuff. But uh, Wisconsin going through the same things. Players maybe talking about some quitting, you know, not not like literally quitting, but just mentally, uh, just kind of checking what's it out. A lot of quiet, what's it called uh, when you're in the office? Quiet quitting or something like yeah. that, where you just do what is necessary and you move on. I I don't think that is present at all at Nebraska. I think every yeah. single player, no matter what, I mean, they lost the last two games really, but this is a team that really wants to get back to a bowl game. Obviously, so I and don't I think, think you're getting that point. quit with Nebraska. I think you're getting some quit after that quote from uh, the Wisconsin player. I think that's a great point that you bring up because everything we haven't seen a single player, a single coach say anything to that level. No. Even even when Matt Rule like gets on guys right in in press conferences, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he always prefaces it with "We're trying to get better." Yeah, right. There was none of that. There was there's quitting this Wisconsin team, which gives me hope yeah. as a Nebraska well, it fan. It does because if this team is talking about we got guys out here that that are soft, like that's something that at the very least the Nebraska defense is not soft. Mm-hmm. And I would I would say on offense, Nebraska doesn't have a lot of soft guys. They have a lot of guys that are young and experienced. But soft is not no. how I would describe this offense, no. which is, I mean, I'll I'll take well, I'll take not soft yeah. over soft every single day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it, it's going to come down to I think the run game with Nebraska, because we talked about the quarterbacks, right? We don't expect tremendous performances from either Chubba Purdy right. or Jeff Sims if those are the guys. Emmett Johnson had his career high in carries on Saturday against uh, Maryland. Seventeen had eighty-five yards. Wondering if this is the type of game we talk about potentially a soft defense going up against Wisconsin, a team that's beat up and uh, probably mentally down. What better would it be for them to go into Camp Randall Stadium and just run, run, run yeah. the football against that team? So that's Absolutely. that's what Emmett Johnson hopefully could do and and uh, could see could see it. But uh, we can get into our score predictions here. I kind of want to do two score predictions. Okay, all right. I, I want to do one that includes the same stuff that we've seen the last two weeks with Nebraska, quarterbacks being really bad. Okay. And then I want to do one where it's like, okay, they they're not they're not shooting themselves in the foot anymore. So I don't know <laughs> why, where to start. Why would you even think that that's an option? 
They're gonna. They have their their gun firmly pointed at their foot. They're yeah. double. They've got double uh, barrels. They're, they're, it's akimbo. Guns akimbo <laughs> pointed at each foot. Yeah. On yep. this offense. Yep. And you want to think maybe there's a possibility of a score prediction of them not shooting themselves you know, in the foot? Hey, let's, uh, let's channel back to, hey, we beat Northwestern, we beat Purdue, we beat uh, Illinois. <laughs> okay. We did not do anything to shoot ourselves in the foot in those All games. Right. Why don't we channel those? Why don't we forget about the last because two Because the guy games? that was at quarterback for yeah. those games is not playing this week. Dang That's it. why. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Heinrich's out. Could be out. Could be out. We're not reporting anything on that. Who Could knows? Has not practiced Allegedly. this week. Has, <laughs> yeah. has not practiced this week. Good likelihood he does not play. So let's say well, hit, uh, hit me with the with your with your well, with your shiny like silver lining. This this is the best Nebraska yeah. has been all season. So Give me that. If we start Chubba Purdy and Chubba has a drive like he if he plays like he did on that on that drive that he sure. had when he got Nebraska right down the field, look good. Had a uh, bad. There was a bad play call, but let's just let's just put it that way. Nebraska cannot be throwing the ball in that situation on third and seven near the goal. Just run the ball and kick mm-hmm. the field goal. Go up thirteen to ten. Your defense will not allow that team to get down the field and score. You could trust them on that. So Trevor was put in a really bad situation. He's been getting a lot of crap this week for that interception he threw. It was not a good throw by him. It was a worse route decision by one of the receivers there, and it was a worse play call. So let's say he plays like that. Okay. I like, prior, I like prior to the prior to the interception. Yeah, prior to the I like Chubba Purdy. I think he's a he's a form he hasn't played a whole lot of football, but he's a former four star recruit from Arizona. Went to Florida State first, started a couple games at Florida State, mm-hmm. wasn't working out. Transferred under Mark Whipple's uh, direction at, at offensive coordinator at Nebraska last year. Transferred here to Nebraska and then immediately eligible to play. Did get a play a little bit last season, and uh, you know now in his third like season of college football. Again, four-star type recruit, uh, type player. Again, no game experience. Not a lot of reason to trust him out there, but I think he gives you the better option than Jeff Sims because we could be playing Cumberland College. <laughs> you know Cumberland College, right? I think Cumberland's the... You remember the whole... Uh, what was the... the um, mm, there was a big, like, 212 to nothing. You remember that score? Yes. It was like, uh, was it John Heisman? Was he the coach? Or was it I think Walter we, Camp? I, I can't remember who it can't was. Remember. Pop Warner, maybe, whatever it was. <laughs> but it was Georgia Tech, 212, Cumberland, zero. Yep. We could be playing Cumberland College. Interestingly enough, it's Georgia Tech, the irony there. Uh-huh. Uh, we could be playing them, and we would lose the game because Jeff Sims doesn't know how to take care of the football. So if Jeff <laughs> plays and starts, no chance Nebraska. If Chubba gets in that game and puts together similar type performances as we saw from him in that late stages of the Maryland game before he threw the pick. I like Nebraska 27 to 10. Wow. Um, but again, if, uh, if, if it's that's the same old, same old, that's a definitive beating. Yeah. Yeah. If it's the same old, same old 20 to three, Wisconsin, Nebraska is going to wow. get, get in. Wow. That's Am such I, a wild, that's such a quarterback. Wow, it's. I mean, it feels true. It's all on the quarterback. If he doesn't make mistakes, we're gonna be fine. He's the only person on this team that's been making mistakes. Whoever mm-hmm. it is, the three of them, right there. Their receivers aren't fumbling the football. Emma Johnson's not fumbling the football mm-hmm. anymore. Anthony Grant. He. I want to see his carries get up a little bit, but his fumbling problems have kind of subsided. Offensive line's been. 
pretty good this yeah. season. That's not been a storyline or even a problem with this team. And, of course, the defense is going to continue to play good game in and game out. Uh, but it's it's all on the quarterback. If we have a bad quarterback on Saturday, we're going to lose this game big time. If we have a mediocre quarterback to a decent quarterback to hopefully a good quarterback, I, I, I think we're really going to win this game because Wisconsin's not a good football team. So, yeah. Man, I am... I'm going to be firmly in the middle of those two. Okay. I'm going to be firmly in the middle of those two because and I, oh, I'm so mad at myself for already saying this. Nebraska has turned the ball over for years. 27 and times this year. And they have found ways to win the football game. Yep. Yep. The, the number of times that there are four or five turnovers in a game and Nebraska loses by a touchdown is a lot. So I don't think that Nebraska is going to have this quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over. I don't think that's a thing. But if he can limit it to two, I think Nebraska can win. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I think Nebraska wins this game 17-13. Okay. And so firmly in the middle. How many turnovers? You say two? I think Nebraska turns the ball over twice. I think Nebraska turns the ball over twice reasonably, and I think that it can get out of hand very quickly. If they, I mean, it's not even going to be out of hand if they turn the ball over five times. Yeah. Like last week's game never got out of hand. Right, right, no, no. Last week's game was firmly in grasp. With five turnovers. With five yeah. turnovers. So uh, Nebraska could still be in it with four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Will win the game if they have less, if they have two or less by at least a score. 17 13 is my final. Pick. Screw it. My, my official prediction is going to go more toward my. First one where I said I think the quarterbacks are going to play. I think they're going to play competent. I do think it's they're going to get some turnovers. But let's not. But but five is going to be ridiculous if they get back to that. I'll go the twenty-seven ten. I'll I'll stick with wow. that. Again, my confidence on that's very low. But uh, I think that if uh, Chuba comes in and, and plays well, uh, that will happen. If Jeff starts, forget about it. Back to twenty to three <laughs> Wisconsin. So there you go. There it is. All right, time for some happier talk. Yeah. Husker volleyball, they're going 2 and 0 this weekend. Yes. <laughs> it's it's going to be 20 they're and, they're 25 and 0 right now. Mm-hmm. Going to be 27 and 0 because they're taking on Michigan and Iowa. The two teams combined have 15 wins. Yeah, yeah, 15 and 38. Yeah. Right uh, on the season. Iowa's also 0 and 16 in the Big 10. They oh. have not won a game in the conference. Also, if Nebraska wins two this weekend, which uh, they they could and should, uh, they got Michigan at home Friday, Iowa on the road on Sunday. They will clinch at least a share of the Big Ten title. Uh, they're two games currently ahead of Wisconsin. So even if Wisconsin goes two and zero oh, uh, this weekend with the games that they have, Nebraska will still be two games ahead if they go two and zero, oh, and then two games left. The Huskers have. Uh, Wisconsin uh, to end Black Friday and then Minnesota. So even if Nebraska loses those two games to end the season against those two good teams, at worst it would be a tie for the conference title. Wow. So uh, the Big Ten uh, champions here, Nebraska volleyball, are are getting close. They just got to finish strong here, and they they should against uh, Michigan and Iowa. Absolutely, and I've heard that Krause is yeah. I in a comeback? I think so. She's trying to. She had, I think, a leg injury, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get back into it. She's had a rough year. Uh, did you hear about her uh, car accident uh, yeah. that Coach Cook was talking about? She was in a hit-and-run um, right on 48th and O Street. I, I, you know 48th and oh, O? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Target's right there. You got yeah. a Chick-fil-A. It's a busy street. It happened during the day, and it, Wild. boom, hit-and-run. Like, there has to be so many witnesses to that. I, I don't know. Right? Anyway. But uh, yeah, that was that was rough. That was also right around volleyball day. Maybe it was like mm-hmm. close to a little bit after I think that. It was 
I think it was right before. Yeah, yeah. Um, which should, that that's got to be a little rattling, right? And it wasn't mm-hmm. like just a little bump, and it was, I guess, pretty serious. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, no, she's had kind of a rough go of it this season, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can get her back. So, Absolutely, good. she would be a very welcome yeah. part of the team. Um, men's and women's basketball. Yeah. Anything to report on? Um, no, just uh, it's been exciting to see them so far. I've been to two of their games. I was at the uh, Florida A and M game last week and the Ryder game uh, earlier this week. Uh, Kese Tomanaga is just a lightning rod. Man, that guy is fun to watch play basketball, and the joy that you can evidently see when he's playing i mean he's he just looks like the happiest guy in the world uh, when he gets to play basketball so he's a lot of fun uh, they've had some in team uh suspensions that mm. they're getting guys off of sus- some suspensions uh Jawan gary is one of those guys he had 19 points last night and there went over stony brook uh which is uh, would you like to go to stony brook be a stony <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a stony at I'm stony brook <laughs> Yeah, big fan of the Stones. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So they beat them. Uh, Now they're four and zero. Nebraska basketball. They go to the famous Sanford Pentagon in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to play Oregon State on Mm. uh, Saturday. So the Sanford Pentagon, very famous arena there in Sioux Falls. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's only ten years old. They've hosted. Where did I see this number? They've hosted like ninety Division One men's basketball games in about 10 years. And they're basically just a halfway. There's no D1 NCAA team mm-hmm. in Sioux Falls. And so they get a lot of Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, Nebraska's played there a couple of times. You should see, I should show you pictures of this place. It's a pretty cool looking really? gymnasium that uh, they always have kind of some tip off November games mm. in college basketball. They've hosted NBA preseason games Every year, they they uh, they kind of just at least have at least the Timberwolves and Thunder or something like that. Just so, a random yeah. gym in yep. South Dakota. It was it's in Sioux Falls, and I'm sure it was like one of those Chamber of Commerce. Like, hey, let's get some attractions here to this uh, pretty big town in in sure. Eastern South Dakota. Let's build a really nice, cool looking uh, gymnasium that kind of has an old feel to it, but it's you know pretty new. It's Again, about ten years old, but uh, yeah, that's probably them just going here. Here's a good idea, and I mean, yeah, they get they get about nine. Well, they have had ninety basketball games uh, in there in its ten years. They get about two or three a year, which is uh, pretty good, I'm sure, for that little town. Go. So Absolutely. that place will be a lot of red on uh, on Saturday <laughs> when they take on Oregon State. That's for sure too. Absolutely, women's basketball. Anything to report? Yeah, Jan Shelley uh, continues to play really well. She's on the Wooden Award watch list, Hell which yeah, is uh, cool. So that goes to the best uh, college basketball player. There's 50 of them in the country that are selected. She was one of them. Obviously, like Caitlin Clark at Iowa yeah. is another one, and uh, Paige Beckers at UConn are two up there as well. But uh, they're uh, going through the season. Obviously, they had a big win um, recently. They beat Wyoming as well. So undefeated Nebraska men's and women's basketball that? early in the year. Long way to go, but uh, yeah, good, good to see them playing well. Absolutely. Nebraska wrestling. Nebraska is ranked number two in the country nice. on Intermat, which is uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Eight out of ten starters are ranked for the Huskers. They have four, five guys in the top ten, which is huge. Uh, it, and really, when it comes to like their duels, they just had a duel. Right now, they've got duels against like kind of just whatever teams. Was it Campbell? They Campbell took on is who they yeah. took on. They they had four tech falls in mm. that in that one, so it was huge, like just huge blowout win for them. The when it comes to 
the meat of their lineup, the middle of their lineup. 141 is number four Brock Brock Hardy. 149 is the number one overall Ridge Ridge Lovett. Peyton Robb, who at, at yeah. one point last year after the NCAA tournament, we didn't know if Peyton Robb was going to live. He had that infection, correct? Crazy that was wild infection. Yeah. Hospitalized. There was a huge like GoFundMe thing to to help pay for all of his stuff. And he's back wrestling just as good as he did last year, if not better. He's ranked number three in the country that right kid, now, 157. That kid's from Sydney, uh, which is sort of my neck of the woods out yeah. in the panhandle. That guy was a stud in high school, mm. continues to be a stud in here in Nebraska today. Absolutely. So, yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. Good kid, too. Really good kid. Lenny Pinto is uh, number eight in the country at 184 pounds. He almost got upset in the Campbell uh, in the Campbell duel, but he had a takedown with less than 10 seconds to go in the match to turn it around and, and get the win. But it, it's wild because scoring has changed yeah. for college wrestling so takedowns are now worth three points Mm -hmm. as a way to try and like make it so uh, i've got the official uh statement by the ncaa for why it's three points let me read this yeah 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 it's for more excitement right for crowds or propose the change agreed to increasing the scoring for takedowns by an additional point will enhance the sport by rewarding offensive actions and risk-taking. Mm-hmm. The committee also agreed there was a need to create a more appropriate point differential between takedowns and escapes and incentivize offense when competitors are in the neutral position. So basically they wanted offensive they wanted they wanted more on your feet action kind of a thing and I don't know like it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fine for right now. It's it's an adjustment it's just a little weird right what now. What was it again? It was two points. Two, yeah. And the, the their big thing is that they didn't feel that getting a takedown they they felt that getting a, a an escape mm-hmm. which is worth 1 point shouldn't be worth half as much as a takedown. They believe that a takedown should be even more, more important mm-hmm. than, than an escape, yeah. which is like okay, it, but mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I'm not sure if I love it yet. Which, I've, like, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> I've heard um, from college coaches, uh, in particular the Concordia wrestling coach, who, yeah. is, who has told me that it is really just kind of something for the fans. Like, it's a little bit more exciting for fans in attendance. Takedowns are more right now. And that's how he looks at it. Now, still, you, there's nothing that really changes, right, with, mm-hmm. with how you prepare and, and work and all of that. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting change that I'm sure there's going to be some, uh, you know, wiggle room, growing mm-hmm. pains with all it, of it. But, it yeah. rewards offense. Yes. Which, yep. if you know about different styles of wrestling, there are a lot of guys, uh, the, uh, there are a couple guys on Nebraska that are not offensive wrestlers. They're absolutely defensive yes. guys. Yep, yep. That they're not trying to do much. They're trying to keep They're trying you. to keep them yep. away and then mm-hmm. when when it's time to be uh to be in top or bottom for second or second and third what am I trying to say here? I don't know. Second yeah. or third periods. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second or third periods <laughs> when you get into top and bottom, that's where they go to work and that's yep. where they do well. And so it very much is taking away a style of wrestling mm. where you kind of just work defense during the stand-up period. Then when you're on the bottom, you get out and you win by one point. It's not exciting, but it's effective and it works. And so it's kind of taking away that, which is 
arguably better for the sport. Hmm. Creating offense and rewarding offense is good. I don't know. It's uh, there's a lot that goes into it. It's right? something to monitor and just keep track of. Like, hey, Husker wrestling doing really well. Uh, it, that's awesome to see. Yes. Number two, do you know who number one is? Is it Iowa? Penn State. Penn State. Penn, State, Penn right. State's number one. Iowa, interestingly yeah. enough, Iowa is ranked seventh, and the reason mm. why is because Iowa got hit with the gambling yeah. stuff. Four wrestlers ooh, on ooh. Iowa, all of them oh. starters. Uh, two of them were all Americans. That are you know they were betting. That's the thing. No, there's no information. Just that the the. Criminal the de- de- Department of Justice effectively in Iowa did this deep dive yes. in to Iowa State and Iowa, and they got these wrestlers and a couple other pl- uh, other athletes within the you know whatever, and they all got suspended. And it's just it's kind of a wild thing. There mm-hmm. was a, qu- a quote from uh, Tom Brands, who's the head coach at at Iowa, and he really threw into question like why why did this happen why was there this deep investigative uh, investigative or investigation into Iowa and Iowa State athletics like what's the deal here why did this even happen and he was very outraged that this even became an investigation and so I don't know it's a weird situation over there in Iowa that is um and, you know, Aaron Euless is a point guard for Nebraska right now who's not playing for Nebraska currently because he was on that Iowa team and was being investigated in that whole probe uh, as they were looking at. Look, I, it's interesting because Iowa, if Iowa wrestlers got kicked off, now I don't know what they were betting on. I don't, I don't know really much of the details. But if an Iowa wrestler go to school at Iowa, you uh, are on scholarship, right? You don't have to pay yeah. tuition. Uh, you're you know living off campus. You're around there. You're a student athlete for that place. What is wrong with you getting on a sports betting app, mm-hmm. DraftKings, FanDuel, placing a $10 bet on Iowa football that they're yeah. going to win the game? Like, I just don't understand the, I, the big deal with that. I, I don't get, get it, it either. If you're a basketball player or a football player, because you can't bet college wrestling, right? I don't know. No, I have yet to see someone bet on yeah. college wrestling. So if you're, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be <laughs> kind of fun. Uh, if you are a basketball player, football player, women's, whatever, women's basketball player, volleyball player, because I think you could bet volleyball too, uh, and you bet on your team or against your team or even in your sport, I can understand how that's probably don't do that. But yes. it's just hard to regulate all of it. And um, yeah, I, that's I, the thing. Like the NCAA can't say this doesn't apply to wrestlers because right. wrestlers like this. Ha- they have it's, to make blanket yep. athlete uniform for everybody. It's uh, yeah, you can't can't do this. But hey, they did. And um, I, I it is illegal. I do question because I've heard this, too. Iowa's athletic department was very, like, not warning people about this. They, you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about this in Nebraska because there's no sports betting in the state. But sure. in, in sports where well, there are sports, there but it, technically, yes. There, there's no online sports the betting. The mobile and online betting is the big thing. That's yeah. the big draw to a state. It 
Nebraska sports betting is here halfway. It's barely mm-hmm. here, right? Yeah. I mean, you get it in. in you have but, to go. You have to go to a place in mm-hmm. Lincoln. You have to go to a place in yep. Grand Island. Like there isn't. There, you can't just pop it out on your phone. So easy to do it there. And uh, the Iowa athletic department, I, I saw, was getting some crap about it because they just weren't highlighting it, weren't talking about it, weren't like you know. There's no signs in like the all over the campus halls or all over the uh, you know wherever the uh, student athlete meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Center yeah. is, you know, don't gamble. Here's what can happen. Blah blah blah. Just get these blasted everywhere. They didn't do that, and maybe some uh, some of these players were, or some of these student athletes are like, oh, I guess I didn't know. Now no. we're in big trouble. But that's a story to monitor. That's it uh, is. I'm a, one for the, the thing that I take away from it is that Iowa sucks, and I hate Iowa. I do. I'm really glad that this has happened yeah. to them. However, <laughs> the reasoning behind it is, I, is rough. Mm-hmm. I, I I never like. I want Iowa to get beaten for like real reasons, mm-hmm. not for kind of BS kind of like exactly, this. So, exactly. So that's my personal opinion on it. Speaking of gambling, we Ooh. should probably Ooh. get to our favorite got segment the job of the week. For what? Good stuff. Good stuff. It's my favorite song. It's so good. It's my favorite song. <laughs> Just period. Yeah, You've period. got that on, on repeat. Yep. All right. No, not really. High but, roller yeah. picks. <laughs> Parker is still a winner. Head He's above got, 500. Yeah, 15 and 13. You have more wins. You have equal wins to Michigan and Iowa Volleyball. Woo! How about that? That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. Does that mean I get to go first here? Let's start with you picks? first. All right. Let's start in the Big Ten. No, sorry, Big 12. Big 12, 12. baby. Oklahoma and BYU. Two Big 12 teams. BYU obviously new in the Big 12. Oklahoma, see you later. They're leaving after this season. Uh, BYU is a 24-point home underdog. Yeah. 24 and a half. Uh, Oklahoma's a little bit struggling. I'm going to go BYU covering that 24 and a half. Okay. Let's include that in on the parlay. Here's my second one. That is uh, Pittsburgh. Hosting Boston College, Pitt a three-point home favorite. Mm. Let's get Pitt to win that one. If I had a, a secondary cover on that, move the line to like ten points. I'd probably go there. Pitt really? at home would taking them. Back to the Big Twelve, Kansas State, Kansas. Kansas is an eight-point home underdog against the Wildcats. Let's go Kansas to cover. Give me the cover there, and then my high roller. I have Nevada and Colorado State. Thank you. Uh, Nevada, Colorado State. Uh, Nevada is a, I don't have the number. They're plus 390, which I know they were over a 10-point underdog. It doesn't say what it is, but they're plus 390 on the road against CSU and Fort Collins. Colorado, give me Nevada, the Wolfpack, uh, to win that being a 10-point underdogs on the road. And there's my high roller pick. Man, we have a lot of similar picks, but similar in that they're the same games. Oh, opposite ways. Well, that's how you got to pull back with me here. You got to go. You got to go complete opposite as I do, and hope they hope they get them. I like that. Let's go. Here we go. 
CSU. Yeah. Nevada. 11 and a half point dogs. That's my high roller pick. That's, That's your my high roller, roller pick. Colorado State is covering. Mm. All right. I'm taking Colorado State. I got, listen, I got a cousin at Colorado State. That's, That's right. I, I believe in the, I believe in the Rams. Yeah. Right. Don't, hopefully he doesn't hear this. I apologize. <laughs> I, I the, the Colorado State can win uh, this week. You guys are good. You guys, uh, yeah, anyway, good luck. They're, good they're, luck. I'm sorry I'm against you. They're covering the 11 and a half point. Georgia at Tennessee. Georgia. I'm done picking against, well, that's not true. I am done picking against Georgia at the very least. Okay. I, I didn't really think Georgia was the real deal. They have proven me wrong mm. every step of the mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Georgia is a 10 and a half point favorite. I think that they are going to blow Tennessee out of the water. Like the dogs. All right. K-State, Kansas. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you think Kansas is so good. Uh, they're at home, and uh, Lance Leipold is really good coach. I like Lance Leipold. K State. Yeah, they've been doing. They they've been building this for a while now, and I think K State can come in and cover that eight and a half points could against Kansas. But you it's know, a big rivalry there. It is a big rivalry, and I'm excited for 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 it. Surprisingly, because mm-hmm. it's Kansas, yep. K State. So normally, it's like ah, gross. Yep. I don't know. There's something about K-State. There's something about the Wildcats. Wildcats are good. Wildcats are good. Now your high roller. My high roller pick. I was going to say earlier that I'm done picking against top four teams. Mm -hmm. And then I remembered what my last high roller pick is. Maryland against Michigan. Oh, my goodness. Michigan at Maryland. Please let this happen, by the way. <laughs> I don't think there's a chance, but I would love it if you win this high roller pick. Go ahead. Maryland is 19 and a half point underdogs. I, after watching the offense last week, going up against the Nebraska defense, they didn't put up a lot of points, but they have the potential to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Michigan is still reeling yeah. from... The Jim Harb, John Harbaugh, Jim, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Jimbo, Jimbo, all of the stuff going on with Jim Harbaugh. The focus isn't on football anymore, no. folks. And Michigan is going to fall one of these days. Why not now? Why not Saturday? Give me Maryland money line, like baby. It. I'm rooting for that one hard. That's a good one. I'm rooting for it too. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has a meeting on Friday, I think, to get a restraining order for the Big Ten, so he can to, coach. Uh, so he can coach on Saturday. But I mean, he, that's on Friday, so that's like a Anything day before the game, right? And then he's not he's th- not focused, focused on yes. football. What you said is perfect. There, there is, there cannot be that much of a focus on football in that state uh, in uh, Michigan. So yeah, no, I like that one a lot. And then after that, maybe they're looking ahead to the Buckeyes next week. They got Ohio State. Absolutely. It's a trap game. Trap game. Major trap game, folks. Oh. Everything is pointing at the Terps getting the victory against Michigan. Uh, odds for that of $10 bet will win you $626 oh, yeah. for the odds on that parlay. Yeah, and mine with uh, BYU point spread, Pittsburgh point spread, Kansas point spread, Nevada money line. Is ten dollars three hundred twenty nine dollars? Man, that's you out. So there pretty you good. Go. All right, that's gonna do it for us this week. We will be back on Monday. 
after we call a little state Ooh, championship yeah. football EMF taking on Stanton. Stanton. Yep. Class D1. That'll be fun. Looking it's forward to that in the Memorial Stadium. So, yeah. Going to be a ton of fun. Be on the lookout for that. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I'm Austin the Stash. You find me on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He is Parker Sizer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker Sizer. That's going to do it for us. See ya. Peace.